When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Wasn't what it was. College situations, you know that we had planned it. Out of state flights and resorts from when we landed. There's nobody else that I care for in this planet. Kisses on the counter, things I never took for granted. I swear that I can't let you go. You got me all emotional. You used to tell me everything. Now you're not approachable. All the laughs that we shared, I thought this never be. Now all we got is missed calls and Welcome to Royal Rebounds TV with Calvin and Barry. Just two crazy fans of the Sacramento Kings and they sharing their opinion. So be sure that you subscribe. It's for the fans by the fans. Whether you chilling on the couch or wilding in the stands. For laid back conversations about the Kings, subscribe here. Staying down until we come up thinking this gonna be our year. We're here drinking beer, talking about the Kings. Be sure you subscribe so you can hear that bell ring. Yeah. What's up, Kings fans? Welcome back to Royal Rebounds, the Sacramento Kings YouTube channel for fans, by fans. Unfortunately, the Sacramento Kings lose tonight, 123-116 to the Golden State Warriors. Ouch. This Ouch is right, man. Hurt. feel like I just got a bowl cut. That's like a yeah. Yeah. twist the knife while it's in there, bro. I'm with double O. This one really hurt calvin and i definitely want to talk about that in a little bit but hey you're back from vacation welcome back i'm here thank you how's it feel how's the weather the weather's fantastic man i am so <laughs> glad not to be freezing my ass off anymore looks like a dork dude guys we're in this together why are you piling on me all of a sudden i'm a kings fan remember it's not like i'm a warriors fan or anything dude my hair is apparently horrible <laughs> too look at it. i look like chris farley after rolling down the hill Yes, I do need a haircut. Yeah. Hopefully, I'll be getting one soon. But, hey, welcome in, everybody. Shout out to uh, all my royal family out there. I see Dennis is here. Matthew. Shout out to Just Blue for joining the royal family. Good to see you. Callum is here. Uh, Tito. Bouncer, of course. Erzlo. Fox Collector. Good to see you all. Brooklyn is here. Make sure you smash up that like button. Hit that subscribe button. We are live after every single Kings game. We give you a shoulder to cry on uh, or someone to have a beer with. Wendy, good to see you. Cole, good to see you. Ricky, Ricky says Kings can win on Friday. I fucking hope so, Ricky. Jesus Finally. Christ. This Somebody was a little bit, a sliver of positivity. Dude, it's hard to be positive. Oh, I know it loss, is. Calvin. It hurts, I know it bro. is. But I, look, it's a seven-game series. It is. But I'm, I'm, dude, this one hurt. This one hurt really bad. It absolutely does hurt. I'm put the I mean, on. games two and three hurt too. Also, her or three and four. Three and four. I Not say. like hurt this game well. though. Not like this game. I have to say, uh, personally, this one hurt me a lot. Um, I had 
Warriors fans sitting in my bar all day long just talking, dude. Oh, my God, I'm tired of listening to the stupid Warriors fans talk. Worst fan base in, in the NBA, by far, by far. I had these Warriors fans sitting today telling me about they, – they're staring at the Marriott. Thank God I don't go to the Marriott. Um, and they were sitting at the bar hanging with some people from Chicago, and they're asking them, how does it feel that Curry is now a better player than Michael Jordan and all this stuff, and they're going <laughs> off on all these stats, and my brain just hurts talking to all these people. And so then our uh, resident Warriors fan, Pat, shows up, and I'm telling him the story, and he goes, well, you know, if Curry wins four more championships, he'll be in, you know, and I'm like, what do you mean? It's crazy, he'll dude. They win a couple of championships. Four more finals. They, they, yeah, they win a couple of championships. All the brain cells just go right out the door. These these Warriors fans are so entitled, Calvin. I'm I'm sick of them, dude. I am sick of them. I I there's no argument there for me. But hey, welcome but into I'm, the show. I'm everybody. focused on Game Six. Yeah, that's that's yeah. what you got to be right yeah, now. Yeah, welcome into the show, everybody. Uh, hopefully, you're having a fantastic Wednesday. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about the show. We'll break it down a little bit here. Um, but I'm in a lot of pain, so I might be sipping on some beers. And I apologize for any cuss words that might come out tonight because I'm I'm fucking hurting, Calvin. Anyways, Kings it's okay. lose you, tonight. You won't get a technical. So let him fly. Yeah, call me Draymond Green. Uh, Kings lose tonight, 123-116. Let's go over the box score. So, DeMontis Sabonis, 36 minutes of action, 21 points, 10 rebounds, and 4 assists. Five personal fouls for him tonight. Harrison Barnes, rough, rough night for Harrison Barnes. 3 of 6 from the field. All those came in the second half of this game. 33 minutes, 13 points, 3 rebounds, and assist. 10 points for Keegan Murray in 35 minutes of action. Four or five from the field, two of three, or sorry, two of two from three-point range. Would have liked to see him get a couple more shots up. De'Aaron Fox, 42 minutes, nine of 25, three of a 10 from three-point range, 24 points, seven rebounds, nine assists. Uh, you all know about the fractured finger, uh, or sorry, index finger on the left hand. Didn't seem to bother him early on in the game. Definitely affected him late. We'll talk about that. Kevin Herter still missing in action. 16 minutes tonight. He got, gets benched. I think for the whole second half of this game, Calvin, uh, only plays 16 minutes, nine points, four rebounds, two assists, five points off the bench for Trey Lyles, three for Alex Len, 10 for Davion Mitchell, who shoots eight threes in this game, two of eight from three-point range, and 21 points for Malik Monk. Uh, roller coaster for Malik Monk. Looks like he went down with a knee injury, was going to be carted off the court, <laughs> comes back. Helps bring the Kings back into this game. And then, of course, we fall apart there at the end. Calvin, I think I got a little bit ahead of myself because I didn't even ask you your first thoughts on the game. Oh, that's okay. I, it's a, it's getting heated in here, so I understand. I, I mean, my first thoughts on the game are the same as everybody else's, right? Like, this was a heartbreaking game to lose. Um, it, a roller coaster ride from start to finish. You know, the, the Kings came out. Couldn't really have asked for a better start in this game. Keegan Murray... Super aggressive. They're playing fast. They're scoring before Golden State's defense gets set. Uh, you know, with that type of a start from a guy like Keegan, who could really swing the tide of a game. You know, if he ends up playing really big, yeah, you you ended up you felt really really good. And then Fox hits his first three threes. Seems like the splint on his finger is not going to be a problem going forward. I mean, whether or not, and then the medication it, it was wore an off. issue with medication. <laughs> Uh, he probably jammed it at some point. I mean, it, it's a finger. Like, it, yeah. you're going to have 
issues with that. Sabonis' fracture is not on the tip either. Yeah. I, I just want to bring that up. It, it's more towards the, the bottom portion of the thumb on a non-shooting hand. I'm not trying to take anything away from what Domas has done all season long playing through that, but very, very different, especially for a guard. If you're going to be reaching in, you're probably going to hit the ball right on the tip of that finger. So I, I don't know what if there was one particular play or whatever happened throughout the course of the game that aggravated game. that injury for Fox, maybe made him, uh, you know, got him in a little bit more pain. Um, but, yeah, bottom Nicole, line I'm is with you. we are all in pain now because that, that was just a, a rough game. It was a great game to watch if you're a yeah. basketball fan. Yeah. I mean, the frenetic pace of this game, back and forth, the, the amount of big-time shots that were made from both teams in this game, it, it was a really excellent playoff basketball game to watch from a non-biased perspective. It hurts a lot uh, if you're the Kings to lose this game at home. But, hey, I, I mean – this is what the playoffs is all are, are all about, right? Yeah. Like, the, I, I realize that it looks bleak going back to Golden State for Game Six. It ain't They're over the yet. Defend, defending champions, all of that stuff. Um, but this series is not over yet. I, I mean, the Kings. All they have to do is win one game on the road, and then you get a Game Seven at home, and who knows what can happen. So, <laughs> you make it sound so easy, Cal. Well, it's not the first time that that's been done, right? Yeah, like, that's true. I mean, just to think that it's physically impossible to win one game yeah. against the Warriors on the road, I get it. That, but Cole makes a good point. All of these games, except for game three, three yep. which got away from them late, they've all been extremely close, extremely tight, highly contested from start to finish. And it comes down to executing at the end. And look, uh, those back-to-back turnovers with three minutes left in the game, those were the two most important plays of the game, in my opinion, for Sacramento. They were bad turnovers. It's not, yeah, uh, you know, you're going to the basket and you draw a charge because you're trying to be aggressive and you put up looking for an and one or something. Bad decisions, bad passes in, critical mom- in a critical moment like that uh, and the Warriors took full advantage of every single one of them. Yeah, I mean, for me, this comes down to the Kings didn't have Mr. Clutch. They didn't have the Clutch Player of the Year in in clutch time. He didn't look like himself. He didn't look comfortable. He didn't look happy. He, you saw him grabbing his finger. Um, whether the meds wore off or what, I'm not quite sure. But he wasn't there. He wasn't available uh, physically he was, but he was not himself at the end of this game. And that's yeah. what the Kings really, really needed to close out games. Shout out to Matthew here. Matthew, if you want to call in on the show, all you got to do is go over to Twitter, um, follow us, Royal underscore rebounds. You can click on our profile picture. It's got a little blue circle around it right now. Uh, you can join the Twitter space and you can request to come up on stage. And that's how you can have your voice heard and you can hang out and talk with us. Um, I was going to say something else, Calvin. Oh, a couple really deceptive stats in this game. I mean, I'm looking at Steph Curry's stats here. Two of ten from three-point range. For a moment in this game, it seemed like the dude was making everything from three-point range. Yes, a couple of those were a little bit over the line. So it was uh, uh, a two instead yeah, of a I three. I think his first one he made was a bank also. Yeah, yeah. But two of ten, 20% from, from three-point range for the greatest shooter of all time. Um, yes, he is the greatest shooter of all time, but I'm just saying that's a little deceptive. Also, wanted to shout out Domas Sabonis. Didn't seem to be really engaged uh, offensively, like 
You know, they took away his game, his passing ability. But 21 points, that's a lot of points for Domas Sabonis. And uh, sneaky, sneaky good, I guess. I, I mean, statistically, this was, uh, I think you could make a, a case for it being Sabonis's best game of the series. Double-double, 21-10 and 10, with three steals, one block. The, the thing that the Warriors have done a really good job on the Kings in this series is the Kings are not getting as many assists to score their their baskets in these games. Only 22 today. And Sabonis particularly, they've done an excellent job, the Warriors have, on the dribble handoff. They've taken those lanes away from them. They're basically saying, we want you to be aggressive and we want you to try to beat us yourself by scoring yourself. We're not going to give you these easy dump-off passes to other guys and set them up. And and that's been a huge, huge thing in this series for the Kings who – They've still found ways to score the ball, but not as efficiently and prolifically as they've done all season long. I mean, what, yeah. 126? They, they've had a, a 126 game in this series, but 116 tonight, 104, I think, in one of the games. Yeah. Um, it, it's been... And they had like 40 points in the first quarter of this game. Yeah. Uh, the Warriors' defense, as the game and the series has gone along and gotten deeper, has been really, really good, and they've forced guys like Fox and Monk uh, to beat them one-on-one. And Fox and Monk have done that to, you know, on certain possessions or certain plays. Um, But this Kings offense all year long has been predicated on move the ball uh, a lot like we see the Warriors do, executing very, very well in those situations. Um, and, And they've completely cut off the dribble handoff, which is why I think the Kings should go back to more of a traditional pick and roll. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I, I think that would be a great way to beat that. So game that one, defense. Kings score 126. Game two, 106. Or no, sorry, 114. Game three, 97. Game four, 125. Tonight, 116 for the Kings. So they've yeah. been kind of a little all over the place. Another stat I wanted to throw out there: the Golden State Warriors have not won a single series that they've been down 0-2 in this era of the Golden State Warriors: Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson. Pretty amazing to think about. They've yeah. not won a series when they were down 0-2. Well, they, to their credit, they haven't been in that situation yeah. either. Not a lot. Not a lot. Um, also, Warriors shot 63% from uh, the free throw line tonight. That's pretty wild. How many times do you see a Golden State Warriors team shoot less than 70% from the free throw line? Not very often. Kings definitely needed to capitalize on this game. Uh, But like I said, Mr. Fox was not himself late in the fourth quarter. I see a lot of people here in the chat. They want to talk about Kevin Herter. The dude has been absolutely struggling. Uh, We saw him hit, what, one three in this game? I believe he was... Yes, a deep one. And Nicole, I would love that. Let me just double check here. Yeah, one of four. I think that made him like four of 24 or something in the series. From three-point range, he's definitely struggling. Give me your thoughts on Kevin Herter. It's just a really unfortunate time to go back into a shooting slump. Uh, I mean, I think that, like I said before, that the Warriors have done a really good job at chasing not just Kevin Herter, but every um, Kings wing player off of these screens, you know, forcing them to take tough, contested shots. That being said, Herter's had a lot of o- wide-open looks at the basket in, in this series, and he just hasn't been able to knock them down from three. 
In games two and three, he did a much better job at trying to be proactive when those shots weren't falling and trying to get to the rim. Uh, I think 15 points in game two, 13 in game three, or something like that, which, you know, it's not great, but that's enough when you combine everything else on this team in order to get a win. But if if the three-point shot is not going to fall, this is a really bad series matchup for him defensively. He is way too foul-prone, can't really stay with guys on the perimeter. He does a good job recovering in certain cases, but against a team like the Warriors where they spread you out with so many quick, small guards who are great shooters or good wings, he is just constantly having to try to play catch-up defensively. Yeah. And maybe that's having an effect on him offensively. He's not able to get his legs under him as as well um, shooting. But the bottom line is he's just in a big-time shooting slump. Um, and, and then when you combine that with fouls or, or not being able to stay with guys, you know, Malik Monk, we talked a lot about him during the regular season not being a great defender and not being able to stay with guys. But the reason that he's been effective in this series is because he can score. He's been able to hit threes. He's gotten to the rim a lot. He's their best free throw shooter. Um, And he's made big, big plays and big shots late in games. That's the difference right now. And that's why Malik is playing and and Kevin is not. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty wild. Um, And just to point out a couple of things here, I know some Kings fans earlier said that he struggles in the playoffs. Kevin Herter in 2021-2022 postseason uh, with the Atlanta Hawks, he averaged 34.7% from three-point range, 11 points per game on about five and a half attempts. Uh, Last year in the playoffs, 29% from three-point range on about six attempts. This year, 14% from three-point range. So I think this is just a shooting slump. This has nothing to do with the playoffs. Uh, in, in terms of, like, he's not a playoff performer, but maybe the intensity in this year's playoffs uh, it could be affecting him, maybe chasing people around on defense. Maybe it's a mental thing. I'm not really quite sure. I would like to see Kevin get back on track, but while he's not shooting, dude, you can't put him out there on the court. And, and he hasn't been. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't. Has he played, you know, late in the fourth quarter in any game of this series? I'm not sure he has. Not that I can remember. The first game is a little hazy for me. Um but, yeah, really, really unfortunate. The Kings need to start making some shots. I mean, there was a point in this game, Calvin, where I was in the group text, and I said, if the Kings can make some threes, they're going to run away with this game. And then they just couldn't make anything, which is really, really tough. I want to talk about Draymond Green. Um, 20-point game for him tonight, I believe 21. First time he's had 20 in a game since, like, 2019. Obviously, this is his first game back in Golden 1 Center since the ejection. Um, Cowbells were in full effect tonight. Draymond Green was playing well. Uh, What are your thoughts on on Draymond? Draymond was the X factor of this game for me, Uh, honestly. Uh, He really was. Uh, Clay Thompson was great for, you know, the majority of this game, and he made some unbelievably tough shots. Yeah. But that's what Clay Thompson does. I mean, yeah. at this point, you know, that that's just par for the course, right? I, I think the Warriors don't win this game if Draymond Green doesn't come out and have by far and away like a thousand million percent his best game of the series. Yeah. He hit shot after shot after shot, contested shot. I mean, that drive to the right 
uh, drive to the right hand and one late in the game. He pretty much just threw the ball at the basket yeah. and it went in. Like you expect Clay Thompson to hit that shot. You expect Steph Curry to hit that shot. You do not expect Draymond Green to hit that shot. Yep. He was killing them without them forcing him to take threes, and he was really big for them defensively as well. So, Do you think that the suspension for Draymond Green, not that it was a good thing for the Warriors, but do you think that was a good thing for Draymond in general? Because, I mean, this is a guy that when the Warriors were in their prime, he was hitting threes, he was doing the little things, he was making some shots, he was not a liability. The past few years, he hasn't been that guy. Of course, we saw that tonight. It is only one game. But do you think that that may maybe uh, engaged him a little bit more? Um, maybe. I don't think that somebody like Draymond Green, who's played in way bigger playoff games and finals games than any game in this series, yeah. needs a suspension to be more um, motivated. Motivated. <laughs> but seems like it motivated him. Maybe we should suspend Herder. That, yeah, maybe we should. That that doesn't mean that it wouldn't motivate you, you know, if you get suspended like that. Yeah, I, I think it's more the decision of Steve Kerr to put bring him off the bench even after the suspension. Draymond That's says it I was think, his idea. Of course, Draymond says that was his <laughs> idea. Of course, he does. And uh, maybe it was his idea, but Steve Kerr still has to follow through on that and game plan for that, right? Yep. That, I think, is the bigger thing for me than the suspension because Draymond Green is not a newcomer to getting suspended in the playoffs. No, he's not. So does that make you want to come back and play better afterwards? Yeah, absolutely it does. Yeah. What do you think about Draymond uh, standing in Tony Brothers' face and screaming at him? I'm surprised he wasn't teed up. And Tony Brothers walks away. Yeah. He's the one. Not only walks away, but fist bumps him as he walks away. Did he do that? Yeah. I missed that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. And what's the difference between what Deer and Fox did? No fist bump? (laughs) I guess. Yeah. I guess. I mean, like. I mean, the the difference is Deer and Fox, and I want to preface this with I'm not saying that it's right. Yeah. But the difference is Fox did it during during gameplay. Draymond Green waits until there's a, a stoppage in play to go over and and yes, he does yell at him, but look, I I mean he should have been teed up. He absolutely yeah. should have. Anybody who thinks the Kings lost the game because Draymond Green didn't get a technical, I, I have no words for you. That's not why they lost this yeah. game. Yeah, you're right. It is not it is not why they lost the game. However, it is uh it's a little demoralizing. It's unfortunate. As a team and as a fan. I mean like as a fan just watching that I feel bad. But imagine if you're a player, especially if you're a guy like De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. And you just got teed up earlier now you have to keep your cool and you gotta kinda quiet your fire a little bit because you don't want to get kicked out of the game. And then you see this guy who's been doing it for ten plus years of just screaming in people's faces. Yes, he's got a couple suspensions, but he's got to have, like, the longest leash in NBA history. It's very long. And he got a fist bump after it. And he got a fist bump. That's the craziest part to me, Cal. I'm going to rewatch that play because that makes me even more angry. Yeah. Why? sucks. Why? 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 He's been there before. That's not an excuse. That's not a it's right or wrong answer, but... 
you know, he and Tony Brothers have had many of these conversations and, and arguments before. And Tony Brothers is like, oh, I just know who he is. I, this, that's just Draymond. I guess. That's how he goes. I mean, that's, you know, you, you talk about reputation, right? We saw it negatively affect Draymond Green in the suspension. Yeah. Here it positively affects him because Which all he's fans, doing is arguing, right? He's not kicking anybody in the nuts. Still say that he's that's Sabonis's fault. <laughs> yes, I got in this yeah. today with a with a person that was like, "Well, if Sabonis hadn't grabbed his foot, this would have never happened." Yeah, and I said, "Well, if the Kings had never made the playoffs, and this ne-, like, yeah, I could go down that street all day long, yeah. Calvin. I'll point out every single house on that street. Well, if Sabonis was never born, he would have never got stomped on by Draymond Green." I don't like that game, this stupid game. I agree. I mean, look, these officials have been reffing games that Draymond has played for however many years now, right? There's, he always talks to them that way. That's not a new thing for them. Matthew. To them, it's just a normal conversation. I don't see you on Twitter spaces. You got to be on your phone. um, And I got to see you on stage, bro. I I don't even see you on Twitter spaces. So you got to go to our Twitter space. And then in the bottom left corner, there should be a request button. But it has to be on your phone. It can't be on a a tablet or a desktop. Um, But, yeah, I'm tired of Draymond Green. We're all tired of him. It's like, I, I don't know what else to say. Like. But he was big for them today. He was. Because he's got the longest leash in NBA history. Like, I, I just, I don't understand. I don't understand how anybody can justify how he's treated differently. And yes, he has, don't get me wrong, he's been suspended a few times for things that he's done. But, like, he gets away with so much stuff. So much stuff. He yells at players. He yells at refs. He yells at the crowd. And he is... Very, very, very sparingly punished for those. I would say most NBA players are. Yeah? You're going to pull that? I, I'm being serious. Like, Okay. Rasheed Wallace is the only person I know of off the top of my head that could get a technical f- without saying a word. Yeah. The only player I've ever seen yeah. like that. Yeah, but Draymond Green could say a thousand words <laughs> and not get a technical. <laughs> exactly. I don't understand it. Like, I, I just... What, what does he say? Does he say, like, no offense before he starts yelling <laughs> at people? I, or, I or highly like, doubt that's what like, he says. I don't understand how you preface yelling in somebody's face for them to, like, okay. And then I've never seen, like, the official walk away. You know, like, normally the official's the one that stands there and they're like, get out of my face. Like, you yep. do something else, like, it's going to be a technical. The official walks away and, like you said, fist bumps him. Hey, man, we're good. You got this, bro. Well, to be clear, the fist bump didn't come after he walked away. Okay. Or as he was walking away. When did it come? It, it was after that. Like, they came back over at some point. Draymond said something. Maybe he said, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shout out to Dennis here. I also want to congratulate the Miami Heat, the AC taking down the one seed. Calvin, there goes your Milwaukee Bucks. I <laughs> am never... Picking the Milwaukee Bucks to win the championship yeah. ever again. Yeah. However, I don't give a shit because Jimmy Butler is one of my favorite players, and and I he's been fucking incredible, absolutely incredible. Forty two again tonight. Uh, he l- literally just put it, that team on his back and beat the best team in the NBA. 
I don't want everybody Supposedly. to unsubscribe from the channel here, but I'm a I'm a low key Miami Heat fi- fan. That's my East Coast team, Calvin. Oh come on, that's not going to make anybody unsubscribe. I'm a Kings fan at heart. I'm a low key Miami Heat fan. That's my East Coast team, and I'm feeling great about it. It doesn't make up for tonight's <laughs> loss. It does not at all. I'm still feeling the pain, and this is horrible. But hey, I just want to say. Yeah, Nicole, that is a good conspiracy theory. Jimmy Butler is the son of Michael Jordan. I, I believe it. I actually met Jimmy Butler here in Maui. Um, but I do want to kind of just shift this whole thing. I know I've been complaining. I've been yelling this whole time. Of course, I don't get a technical. My name is Draymond Green. Um, but I want to shift it positive, Calvin. Let's talk about the positives. As you mentioned, um, honestly, I didn't think the Kings would get a win. Or two wins in this series against the reigning champ Golden State Warriors. They have two wins. They have a chance to win game six. Force a game seven at home in Golden One Center. We'll see how De'Aaron Fox's uh, finger is feeling. Maybe they'll uh, give him a little bigger dose uh, next time on Friday. Um, But Calvin, tell me about the game on Friday. Make me feel better, please. (laughs) Uh, well, I mean, all of these games have been close, except for game three. The Kings have been, in these games, they've been, you know, competing with the defending champions. They haven't seemed like the moment is too big for them. They haven't, you know, regressed back to Sacramento basketball like everybody else outside of, of Northern California thought they would. Fox has been great. I know the injury is is not ideal, but he started off this game really well. So at least he gives you, you know, the the idea that he can still play a little bit with this injury, and, and it's not going to affect him too much. Keegan Murray was really good in Golden State. It, it comes down to the little things, right? Second chance points, second chance opportunities, offensive rebounds, turnovers. We've talked about that all series long. These teams are so similar and so competitive or, or, uh, you know, so closely contested to each other Mm -hmm. that those hustle plays, those late game situations, those are what comes down to making, making or breaking every game. I mean, 19 turnovers, and the, the Warriors get 19 points off of those turnovers. Yep. You're going to turn the ball over in this series because these teams are playing. I needed oxygen just watching the game today. Yeah. Like, that's how crazy and frenetic this, this series has been. But it, all you need to do is win one game on the road. And then you get game seven where anything can happen in your building where it's yep. going to be loud and the cowbells are going to be ringing. So. That's true. And they've won games in the, or they've beaten this team despite Steph Curry being Steph Curry. Clay Thompson's been really good for them for the most part all series long. Andrew Wiggins has gotten better and better. They've still been in positions to win late in games in this series despite all of that. Despite everyone saying there's no way they can beat the defending champs. This is what the Warriors do. They're going to go on this run. I mean, if you ask the Warriors right now, they don't think this series is over just yeah, because of this game. Well, yeah. they're going to say that. Yeah. But I guarantee you, 
they, they're going to tell you that this is a real team and this is real, real competition here. This is not just, oh, we're the yeah. Kings and we're lucky to be here and we got lucky to win the first two games. That's how I feel. <laughs> well. <laughs> that That's honestly how I feel, man. Really? It is, yeah. I, I think that they've played this team really, really well the entire series. There's been... I'll say two and a half quarters where the Warriors have outplayed them exponentially. And that was in game three. Other than that, it's been a dogfight the entire way. So it's a demoralizing loss, but you've got to be able to come back. This is the playoffs. You're going to have demoralizing losses in the playoffs, whether you get blown out or whether you win or lose. Uh oh! <laughs> Excuse me. At the buzzer, yeah. that that happens, and, and you have to be able to fight through that in order to win a playoff series. Yeah, I, I mean, this is not the the 76ers against the Nets, where the Nets were so clearly outmatched. Even when they played their absolute best basketball, they were up by maybe four or five points. You're right. That is not the case in this series. You're right, and that says a lot because this is the reigning champs. Against the Sacramento Kings. Shout out to Jose and Gotham for joining in. Appreciate you both. And also, Dennis, thank you for the super chat. Appreciate you. If the Kings win game six, I will lose my mind. I'm with you, and maybe I'll be there at game seven. If they go to game seven, I might. I might just have to do it. Also, shout out to Gotham. Congratulations. One month membership for Gotham. Uh, Gotham, keep putting in the hard work, buddy. Uh, your avatar should be changing very, very soon. And also, appreciate you for the super chat. Thank you so, so much. I saw JN here uh, said that the Kings are going to get blown out in uh, on Friday night. He said that today was uh, the demoralizing loss that deflated the team, and uh, season's over. I, I just don't see them getting blown out. I really don't. I hope not, Cal. I hope not. Because um, I don't want to be negative, but, I mean, like I said, I'm happy to be here. I did not think the Kings were going to be this good this year. I think we're ahead of schedule. I'm happy to be yes. in the playoffs. I'm happy we got a couple wins. That's all off-season talk, though. Yeah, They're still in this series. Yeah, I know. I know. But I'm an emotionally damaged Kings fan, Calvin. Of course. I've been emotionally damaged, uh, and I got to kind of reduce my expectations a little bit so that I don't get hurt like I am right now. Because I thought they had a chance to we, win this game. We've had reduced expectations all season long. I thought they had a chance it, to win game, this game. It's two Calvin. games left. They did have a chance to win this game. Yeah. They yeah. did. And they lo- and they didn't. They lost. They did not win. Which brings me to another point. I, I kind of want to talk about this. Uh, Clay Thompson. I used to love Clay Thompson. I thought he was awesome. Now, every time you see the guy... He looks angry about something, whether it's they called a foul. Apparently, he never commits a foul because every single time they call a foul on him, he's shaking his head. He's looking around. That's every NBA player. He makes a shot. He's (laughs) angry. Like, I don't know why Clay got so angry in the past couple years because I used to love Clay Thompson. And I liked the Warriors because outside of Draymond Green, I felt like they were very grounded. They were very respectful. They were kind of the underdogs. And now I just feel like this last championship that they just won got to their heads. Like, I'm surprised Clay Thompson can even walk out on the court without falling over. His head is so big. The dude is, I don't know, even know what to say. 
Not a Clay Thompson fan anymore. I, I still like Clay Thompson. Not right now, not during this series, but I've always liked Clay's game. I like his game, but he, I mean, dude, it just maybe is contagious from the whole team he, now. I mean, he's not the only one, though. They're their entire team, even Steph. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Bunch of a-holes. But look, I mean, you win four championships. I don't know. If that's what happens, I don't know if I want the Kings to start winning championships, Calvin. If oh, I turn into on. a Golden State Warriors fan, if all my, my teammates or my, my team turns into assholes, like, is that really what we want? Is that the goal here? You're still going to take four championships. Come on. I will, but it's like, <laughs> is that what comes with it? Is that really what comes with it? Well, it's, I mean, it's not just that, right? It's that they've, they had all the injuries and then KD leaves and, you know, everyone said, well, the dynasty's over and they came back and won again. I think that's why their heads are so big because yeah. they were able to come back and win another championship despite all the negative things that happen and everyone saying it's over, it's over, it's over. So, yeah. and then they need, they need someone in the back of their head to be like, Hey, Kevin Love and Kyrie were both injured. You guys won. <laughs> then you guys took out uh, Kawhi Leonard. Uh, what else happened? Like, it seemed like every single year, Chris Paul, every year they were down and then somehow somebody got injured. Now they're losing the Kings. They break deer and Fox's finger. Uh, and then they have a chance to win this game. It's it's crazy. It is really, really crazy to me, Calvin. It is crazy. But, yeah, Wiggins is back. Wiggins is looking good. Um, yeah, he's played really, really well. Better and better every game. They, the they should never got Wiggins. Like, how the hell are you going to be able to sign KD when you already have three max players and then KD wants to leave and you trade him for an all-star? That's kind of weird. Like, have you ever heard of that, Calvin? Where, like, a team is losing one of the best players in the league that decides to sign with another team, and they're like, oh, we'll just trade you an all-star. <laughs> and then they trade that yeah, guy for Andrew it, Wiggins. It must be nice. I mean, that when you have great players, you're you're in that position. So It, it is crazy. It just, like, I, the Golden State Warriors, they remind me of, like, that kid that, like, had everything in life, like, all the time, and he's just used to everything and doesn't take – I don't want to say, like, doesn't appreciate things – but, like, he just – his head is too big, I guess. I don't know. I think it's the fans. The fans are, are what I'm angry Maybe. at. Maybe. Fans, Draymond Green. I don't like Draymond Green. <laughs> Dude, I'll I'll make this podcast yeah, go three I don't, hours. I don't like Draymond Green. Talking either. about Draymond Green. And don't get me wrong. Draymond had a great game tonight. The dude is a hell of a basketball player. He really, really is. But it's the other stuff that I really don't like. And I just – the biggest thing for me <laughs> – is I don't like how he is officiated different than everybody else. That is what pisses me off the most. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's. I think it's really easy to, to dislike Draymond Green from an outside perspective. Like, if you're a Warriors fan, you love Draymond because you say, oh, well, he gives the, this team an identity and an edge and... You know, he's our, our yeah. uh, emotional leader and all of that stuff. Yeah. But it's really easy. For, you know, Dennis Rodman on the Bulls was the exact same thing. Everyone loved to hate him. I love Dennis Rodman. Exactly. You love to hate him. Yeah, big. No, I love him. I don't Well, if hate your him. team was playing him in a seven-game series, you would hate him. Yeah, probably. But he was that same type of person. And the, 
the Bulls were a dynasty and a dominant team in the 90s, and the, yeah. the Warriors are the same thing. But I also think, like, Dennis Rodman's a good person, like, outside of basketball. <laughs> you know Dennis Rodman so well, you're able, <laughs> able to say that. No, but he's not <laughs> punching his teammates. He's not punching his teammates. That That's the craziest thing for me. Uh, not that we know of. You anyway. know, I was talking to a Warriors fan a couple of days ago, and they were, <laughs> dude, they were trying to say that, this Warriors dynasty, all they ever had was Steph Curry, and that Draymond Green and Clay Thompson were role players, and um, what'd they say? Kevin Durant, I'm trying to remember how they phrased it. They said something like, oh, Kevin Durant came here just so that he could ride our coattails to a, to a, a couple rings and left. He was never the best player on this team. And all, dude, it's crazy all these things they're saying, dude. They're making me go crazy, I think. <laughs> Is Clay Thompson a role player? <laughs> Not in my opinion. Is Draymond Green a role player? Uh, he is now. Yeah, maybe now. He is now. Yeah, it's 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 wild, dude. It's wild. Steph Curry's got one Finals MVP, and he's better than Michael Jordan. Steph Curry is not better than Michael Jordan. He's a great player, but I just don't understand how their brains work. Like, did they lose? Like if you're if you wear a Warriors jersey, do like the brain cells just like shoot out of your head, or like how does this happen? Well, winning does that to people. I mean, yeah, they've been celebrating too much. Just ask anyone that was born in Boston uh, in the last <laughs> twenty years. Uh, Bouncer loves how Calvin fixes haircut. Um, actually, I fixed it, Bouncer. But you're yes, welcome. This is a uh, well. I I had it. You know, it's gotten a little time to grow out a little bit but yeah. yeah i guess you did fix yeah. it technically <laughs> that is you right because you fixed it oh um, nicole's from boston how's it feel so she knows though? how's it feeling it feels good it's so funny everybody everyone asks me that oh yeah. how does it feel yeah how does it feel how does it feel to have short hair again and i'm like well i had short hair for yeah like 30 yeah. years so <laughs> it feels normal like you're aging yourself calvin <laughs> I had somebody ask me today, one of my managers, she's like, do you want me to braid your hair? And I was like, fuck no, I don't want you to braid my hair. My hair, it, I said, that hurts. I should braid my hair when my hair was long. Your hair right now, you can't braid that. Yeah. no, you kidding me? No, but I think she was just messing with me. But I'm like, no, I don't want my hair braided. It hurts, dude. You're lucky you never got your hair braided. Because that, that hurts. But I think what everyone wants to know, Calvin, is um, what's, what's the hair plan? There's no hair plan. Are are you? Do you have a haircut scheduled? Or are you just letting it go? Like, what's the plan here? I mean, technically, I I guess I have to grow it out as long as the Kings are in the playoffs. Because I bet you that I would do whatever haircut again if they won the NBA championship. But oh, so you were happy about tonight's game? <laughs> Old man, look. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options. In stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at Guys, I don't. I just don't understand. You're attacking me like I'm Draymond Green or something here because of my hair. Bryce. I'm the one that that put my hair on the line for the Kings this season. 
albeit in an opposite fashion of what you would expect for a fan. Bryce but I, I, I stood here. up for, for myself and my words here. Bryce has got a good question for you. No, I'm the, I've been saying the series is not over the whole fucking night. Yeah. Yeah. It's not over. Bryce, I'm emotionally damaged over here. It ain't here, over and until I'm a it's worried. over. I'm worried, dude. The sky is falling. I'm not going to lie. I, I will run around and shout the sky is falling because it's falling right now. It's falling right now. And I'm sorry. That's how I feel. Uh, that's how I feel. I don't want the sky to fall. You know, I don't want the sky to fall, but the, it's falling right now, Calvin. It might be falling right now, but, uh, you know, Smotus has some strong shoulders. He's so strong, yeah. Maybe he can hold the sky up for us. I would love that. And that's one thing I was predicting tonight. Is that I was like, the Kings need a big game out of Domas Sabonis. Yeah. And one thing I really liked tonight out of Sabonis' game was he was taking those elbow jumpers. <clears throat> I would have loved for him to take a couple more. But Draymond Green's been sagging off of him way too much. Where Domas is up there, and he's got the ball, and nobody's open, and he's open. And I'm like, just shoot the shot, bro. Like, you've been making these all year long. Shoot the shot. He, he did it tonight. He did he take it couple. more today, yeah. Yeah. Yes, he did. There was he, was, he was way more deliberate with his decisions tonight, which I thought was really good. That's something we talked about at the end of Game 4. Not being... The Warriors are are asking him to. They're forcing him to overthink things. Yep. Um, and they're taking away a lot of the movement and off off ball movement that the Kings uh, have had so much success with all year long. Uh, I I thought that Sabonis was be- much better today in terms of taking what the defense gives you. You know, sometimes basketball is a very complicated game. Sometimes it's a very easy game, and you have to take what the defense gives you. Yep. Uh, shout out to Nicole here for the super chat. It ain't about how hard you're hit. It's about how hard you can hit and keep moving forward. Uh, I agree, and that reminds me of one of my favorite quotes, Calvin. It's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the fi- size of the fight in the dog. Also, shout out to Matthew. He figured out how to work his phone, and he is live on Twitter Spaces. Matthew, hit that button in the bottom left corner. Let's hear from you, buddy. Hey. Hey. There he is. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You're live. We have a first here on Royal Rebounds. This is 53rd time. No, this is the second time I called in. You guys just didn't make it go through Twitter spaces before. Oh, that's that's right. right. We're we're asking a lot of you now. You called in the number when we had the number live. I'm sorry. I forgot about that. So I, I tried to use Twitter spaces through the computer. That didn't work. I tried to use it through the phone. That also didn't work because I was using the browser. So I had to get the app and then use Twitter spaces. Hell yeah, dude. Extra effort. I here love you it. are. Yeah. So give me so, your thoughts on um, the game tonight, Matthew, because I know you watch the show all the time. Uh, I am feeling a little hurt right now. How are you feeling? Uh... Well, there's a lot of stuff going on, but I am curious if we're just not hitting shots for no particular reason, or if they're just like doing an amazing job on defense or what is going on. Cause it seems like we're just gone from first offense ever to whatever we are right now. <laughs> Calvin, what do you, what do you think? I would say there's a little bit of both in that statement. Uh, I mean, the, 
the Kings have missed a lot of wide open shots that you would think a lot of these guys would normally hit. But <clears throat> I think you also have to take into account how how much they're having to work on defense. You know, these two teams are so similar in terms of uh, making guys work off the ball, on defense, all of that stuff. It, this has been a really fast-paced series, up and down, up and down. Guys are playing big minutes. I mean, it, it is, some of it is the Warriors playing really good D. They're, like I mentioned before, they're doing a great job on these dribble handoffs, taking the, the initial look that the Kings want to get away and forcing them to go into more of a one-on-one -on -one isolation-type play late in the shot clock. But the Kings are also having to work really, really hard like everybody does on defense when you play a team like the Warriors. I mean, yep. it, the amount of pick and rolls that they put you in, the off-ball movement, Clay Thompson and Steph Curry, you know, it's well documented how many miles per game he runs and, and area of the, the court that he covers. Over the course of a 48-minute game in a seven-game series, that's going to take a toll uh, on your legs. Yep. So... I think it is a little bit of both. And I'm going to throw in some playoff jitters in there also. Yeah, yeah, sure. What do you think, Matthew? Well, I, I just don't know enough about basketball, but I'm curious if that means, like, hopefully as we get older and we, as we get used to it, we, we get better at it. But I'd, yes. I'd hate to think that these guys that we are excited about are invested in, uh, you know, aren't able to be super useful in playoff time down the road yeah no I, I definitely wouldn't take anything from this series and say this is as far as the kings are ever gonna go this is what deer and fox is gonna look like in the playoffs from now on like uh, i i think that this is a young team with not very much experience they're leaning on their head coach uh and this is as far as he's taking them um and i think they're going to continue to get better as they get older as they get more experience i mean in any time you do do something you haven't done before. Of course, there are those people that are just amazing at it the first time they do it, um, but that's not normal. Um, so I think as you continue to do things, as you get a little bit more experience, you get better and better and better. I expect the playoff jitters to wear off, uh, hopefully on Friday, uh, but maybe you know next year or the year after that. And I think as this team continues to move, build the system, the guys get more comfortable, they get more experience, they're going to play much, much better. Um, I, uh, pulled a certain Jersey, my only Jersey out of the closet and it's number 34. Can you tell me who that player is? Corliss Williamson. Jason Thompson. I was thinking JT. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jason Thompson. I was thinking Jason Thompson. I actually met him here in Maui. Uh, interesting dude. Never been to the I playoffs. have no idea how good he was. I kind of lost track of the Kings. That was at the end of their like run with Weber and all that. You know, yeah, I got I busy with a record for most games in a Kings Jersey at one point or most minutes played or he might, he might like still that. have that record. It was when I was full of hope. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was when you were full of, man, everybody should be full of hope now. I, I mean, not, I'm not saying necessarily for the rest of the series, but I, I think this is proof, the way that they've played Golden State in this series, this is proof that the Kings have a bright future, a very, very bright future, 
Yeah, yeah. And yeah, no, I got to hope now. You is, like, I just don't have money. I know I've been, I know I've been pretty, pretty sad during this stream, and and I'm upset and all that stuff. But at the same time, it's it's like we should all be happy that the Kings are where they are now. I mean, last year Calvin and I were covering the playoffs on another channel because the Kings were eliminated. <laughs> they weren't even close, you know. So I, I think you know we all need to just take a little step back and understand that you know Rome was not built in a day. Uh, you got to build the foundation before you can build the house. And, you know, the foundation's looking pretty good. So hopefully in the next year, two, three years, you know, we can start putting the the studs up, maybe get some drywall on there, uh, start patching some holes, and then eventually, you know, we'll be able to put some paint. And then when we get that roof on there is really when we'll be ready to go. So I think the Kings have overachieved this season, but I, I am ecstatic with how far they've come in such a short time. And, uh, I, I'm excited for the future of this team for sure, but get a new or, jersey. Or I'm bro. thinking maybe we could just, <laughs> maybe we could just win game six and seven right now, and go on to the second round. That would be nice. Yeah, no studs. Just put some stucco That's on not there. An and impossible thing to do. Let it go, huh? I would love that. Uh, also, I, I want to see if you guys can get Bouncer to use the icon I made for him because I spent some time and effort on that, and I sent it to you guys like two weeks ago on multiple platforms. You sent it to uh, us? I apologize, man. We we have been, you know, traveling. I was in Michigan. Barry and I were in California. Um, we have been all over the place. So, But, yeah, yes, we will we'll definitely try to get that set up for him. You've seen it. You got it on Twitter, right? Did you send it to us on Twitter? Yes, I have seen it. I have not seen it. I sent it to Instagram and Twitter. I have seen it. All right. I will try my best. We'll you, get it set up. You know, Bouncer is his own boss. And thank you for doing that. He does He does his I'm, own thing, but I will try my best to get him to use it as his icon. That would be really, really awesome. I've been adding him in the chat, too, trying to talk to him. Okay. Anyway. Dude, Matthew, I just while we have you here, I just want to say how much I appreciate you, man. You've been really awesome. You've been so supportive of us here on the channel. Uh, and and – I just appreciate that, so thank you so much. Well, I hope I hope you're excited when you do see the icon, and uh, yeah, I try to you know add some uh, comments because I think comments are useful for the algorithm too. Eh? They are, they are absolutely, they 100%. are, and uh, yeah, we'll definitely take a look at that after the show here. Um, but Matthew, do you have any predictions for Friday's game? Uh. I, you know, the funny thing is I noticed Shaq making predictions and every time he like predicts for us, it seems like we lose. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I dare to make predictions, but I really, I, I think we got a chance at game six and I, I, I'm a person who's, you know, played a number of sports and it just makes me more determined to like win, especially when you got like cocky people on the other side. What, uh, what sports did you play? Uh, we talked a little bit about this. I play, well, I, I played soccer when I was young. I did cross country and track a lot. Um, okay. and I also do a lot of other things. I roller skate, I throw Frisbee, ultimate Frisbee stuff. Oh, nice. Diff I played stuff. ultimate Frisbee in college. Love ultimate Frisbee. But I never played basketball. Like I couldn't, I, if you got me to play basketball, I would be terrible, which is funny because I love watching it. So. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Well, do you have any uh, moments 
from your uh, sports history that kind of uh, align with tonight? Something that, you know, the Kings or, or anybody watching can kind of take as uh, some positives moving forward? I got an interesting story I could try to make connect. Let's um, I had a long distance track race uh, in track. A lot of times, not a lot of people play the longer distances, uh, run the longer distances because they're there for the short stuff and maybe two, two miles, three mile run on the track. And I was leading the whole time because not many people were there. A lot of people were there. I would not have been leading, <laughs> but uh, my friend passed me at the very end. And I guess, according to my parents at the time, there was a big audible sa- uh, sad gasp from the crowd when I finally got past. But my friend uh, misread the lines on the track and thought it would get, uh, it was over, and I Superman dove past him for the win. So if the Kings could just do that, the Warriors, as they think the, the series is over, there you go. Oh, that's a great comparison. I like it. <laughs> so the Kings need a Superman through on Friday. Is that what you're saying? Well, when the Warriors slow down because they think things are over, yeah, I like it. I like it. And you won the race, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty awesome. And, of course, there was talk of rigging and all this other stuff afterwards, which there probably would be if the Kings won. Did they Did they drug test <laughs> you after that race? No. Oh, okay. No. That's I'll nice. bite my tongue in that. <laughs> yeah, I mean – as negative as I've been, because it's really hard to do these post games like right after a loss because emotions and, and feelings are kind of all over the place. And I know you've been watching the show for a really long time, so you probably heard me say this in the past. But like a lot a while ago, before I did this this YouTube channel, like when the Kings would lose, like and they lost a lot. <laughs> I wouldn't even want to watch Sports Center. I wouldn't want to talk to anybody about the game afterwards. Like I, I just would sit in my room with the lights off, like in my feelings, like trying to figure it out. And so it is really hard to do some of these post games. And and as negative as I've been tonight, like I just I wanna just like kind of re push home the point that we're we're doing better. Like we're we've improved over last year. We're in a great position. Yes, I want the Kings to win on Friday, but if they don't win, like I'm still happy with what they did this season, and it gives gives us something to build off of for next year and push forward. I, I do want them to win on Friday. I want them to win on Sunday. I would love to make it to the next round of the playoffs and potentially face the Lakers or the Grizzlies. That would be absolutely incredible. Um, but I just I, I kind of want all Kings fans out there to just not get too negative. You know, if the Kings do lose uh, another game or or whatever happens, like just be happy for where you're at right now because we've been bad for so long and and there's finally like this team has a direction, right? Like we have a coaching staff, we have uh, we have like a front office that actually knows what they're doing. We got players that want to be here in Sacramento. Like people are not calling us basketball hell anymore. Like there's a lot of positives to take from this season. So as negative as I might seem after some of these losses, because it really does hurt inside, like. I'm still all positive, so uh, I hope everybody feels the same way. Yeah. Well, I I look at some of these other teams that kind of like overachieve initially, and then they fall back like the Hawks or maybe the Bulls, and I'm like, I hope that's not us, you know. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we did overachieve this year, uh, but that's okay. I mean, we're still going in the right direction. So, I mean, if next year, like if we win one game or we get swept in the first round, I might be a little upset. Um, but, you know, I, I'm looking towards the future because I'm feeling good about this team. We're in a good salary cap position. Um, you know, we got a lot of bright young players. Obviously, Darren's dealing with an injury. I don't think that's going to affect him next year, which is great. Um, we saw what happened to Malik Monk tonight. As soon as that happened, I was like, oh, man, that's not looking good. He ends up getting up off the floor, leading the team in scoring in the rest of the quarter. So, like, I, I just I, I hope everyone's feeling as positive as I am, you know, going into Friday and going into the next couple seasons. They sure felt, like, really big. It felt like every time Fox or Monk would drive, it would be, like, two or three big guys leaning over him. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You got any thoughts on uh, Draymond Green? Uh, you don't want to hear my thoughts on Draymond Green. Oh, well, <laughs> yes, I we do. do. I yes, do. We do. Well, I mean, I, I got a uh, cousin, and she's a Warriors fan, has been for a while, and I haven't been paying attention to what's going on since the Kings have been bad and I've been busy with other things. So I haven't been as anti-Warriors as some people perhaps, and I'm just old-school Lakers hater. But, uh, yeah, just the more we play him, the less I like Draymond Green. And, you know, I saw Looney make a pretty positive comment about, hey, that's we're just banging back and forth down there, you know. The bonus isn't dirty or, you know, whatever. So, you know, I respect him a little bit more right I now. Like I, I, don't, I, I think he's a great player. I like him a lot. Yeah, I just wish he was, like, rebounding a little less. That would be nice. <laughs> yeah, that definitely, definitely would be would be really nice. Um, have you talked to your cousin about the stomp? They're calling it the stomp heard around the world now. I, I've seen some interesting, like, takes on that. God, what was it? I don't know. There, there were some memes on that. It was kind of funny. But, no, nah, I haven't talked to her yet because kind of, like, I, Calm down a little bit. Dude, I know exactly what she's going to say. I, I bet you she's going to say this word for word. She's going to say, yeah, but if Sabonis didn't grab his foot, that I've talked to like a thousand Warriors fans. They all say the same exact thing, bro. I'm telling you, that's what she's going to say. I don't know if they have like this Warriors group chat or like some kind of like religious thing they got to go to that tells them all to say the same thing, but that's what she's going to say. I think she's a little older and a little bit more measured, perhaps. So I think she would be a little, she'd take it easy. <laughs> I hope so. I really, really hope so. Well, dude, Matthew, appreciate you for coming on the show tonight. Uh, appreciate all your support. You got any uh, last words for the royal family out there? I don't know. Uh, thanks for having me. And, um, yeah, I'll, I'll try and again another time. Now that I've finally got Twitter spaces working, I <laughs> – not a big fan of these Elon Musk related platforms uh, that seem to be rather janky, but <laughs> well, Elon didn't start Twitter spaces. He's just in charge now, but yeah, I definitely feel you on that. It can be really, really buggy, uh, but appreciate you so much. And hopefully uh, we'll hear from you on Friday. Yes. Thank you. All right. Take it easy. I know you guys are working hard and uh, multiple jobs and stuff. We do what we got to do, man. The price it, it costs to live in Hawaii. But uh, appreciate you, Matthew. All right. Thanks. Oh, man. Good to hear from. Always good to hear from uh, 
from the royal family out there. Yeah. Matthew Long. Number 53. Longtime supporter. Longtime supporter. Uh, I guess now is a, a, a good time to break break the news. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention or not, but hey, I'm leaving tomorrow. <laughs> Calvin didn't even know. And I'm like, nope. wait, did I tell I had you? No or, idea. Did I not tell you? I don't know if it's You he probably listen, did, but I just got or, back yesterday. I'm yeah. still jet lagged. It's uh what time is it for me right now? It's like 8 p.m. 3 in the morning. No, it's 8 p.m. <laughs> I could have not told you. That like I could have totally not told you on that. But anyways, I'm leaving tomorrow. I'm heading to Vegas. So Calvin's going to be here in the studio on Friday running the show. Of course, I'll be live yes. on Twitter Space. Sorry, so you, you guys, guys will have to look at my shitty-ass haircut <laughs> by myself all day. <laughs> Uh, but I'll definitely be live on Twitter spaces. So you guys will be hearing from me and Hey, maybe I'll be having a lot of fun in Vegas. Uh, and of course, if they win that game next game, it would be Sunday, right? Uh, maybe Sunday. Monday, I don't know. Whatever. Actually, I'll be here the- or I'll be live on Twitter spaces uh, on the show. Calvin's going to be running the show, but I'll be here. Um, and then dude, I, I set myself up for failure. I fly back. Here's the thing. Calvin is I got to work at 9am on Tuesday. Um, and I was looking at flights back and it's like, if I was to fly back on Monday, I would have to leave at 7.30 AM, which is so dumb. Like I'm there to visit my dad. I want to spend the whole day with him. Uh, so instead my flight leaves at 1.55 AM Tuesday morning. Uh, I get here at 7 AM. Uh, Osh has got to pick me up at the airport, which is like an hour away. And then I start work at nine. So I set myself up for failure. Yep. Yeah, that's going to be a fun day. It's going to be a fun shift. Uh, I work with Philip, uh, your boy. Um, I worked <laughs> Shout with him. out to Philip. I worked with him yesterday, and I told him all about it. I'm like, next Tuesday is going to be a lot of fun for you. <laughs> um, so, hey, that should be that should be a blast. But, Calvin, I want to talk a little bit more about Friday's game. Unless you have any more stuff you want to talk about tonight's game, any more uh, Warriors hate, any of that <clears throat> stuff. Shout out to Steve Kerr, well, big no, Steve that. Kerr fan. Uh, I like and, and Hold on, hold on, real quick. Do <laughs> you have a second? Oh, yes, please. Yeah, Go ahead. real quick. I got to get a couple <laughs> more things off. I, I could off see the light chest. bulb come on there. <laughs> um, a couple more things to get off my chest. I'm going to turn the air conditioning back on. It's kind of hot in here. Yes, please. Um, I, like, I like Steph Curry. I really do. I like Steph Curry. I like Kevon Looney. I like Steve Kerr. There's a lot of guys on this Warriors team I like. Okay. I don't like the fan base. Okay. Don't like Draymond Green. Noted. Klay Thompson is moving in that direction. Yep. Other than that, I'm cool. That's That's it. That's it? That's it? I thought I had a lot more to, like, blow out, and then I was just, like, hold it back a little bit. Just calm it down. I I thought you were about to go off on this really, really big tangent. I can. You want me to rant about Warriors fans? No, p- yeah, please. The I worst, hope we dude. have some left in the chat. They're I think most so of them have all all left. At well, this I point, turned it on for subscribers only, so now you have to be a subscriber. Oh, never mind. To talk Zero in the chat. Warriors fans in the well, chat. Well, we saw a couple that subscribe, and they're like, "I'm a subscribe to write go Warriors," and then probably unsubscribe afterwards. F them. We don't really care about them. No, go ahead and preach. But um, I mean, Warriors. What's their mascot? <laughs> I don't know what their mascot is. Red Panda? Is that their mascot? Yeah, Red Panda is the official <laughs> Warriors mascot. And I love Red Panda, so. I like Red Panda, too. But worst fan base ever, man. It is. It's so bad. Like, 
I, I'm trying to like go back, you know, because like I've been a basketball fan for a long time, right? So like I saw this whole thing coming. I saw the up and up of the Warriors, <laughs> where everyone you know was doubting them, and they were the un, they were the comeback kid, you know, like uh-huh. new kid on the block. I'm gonna win a series. Oh, all this. <laughs> You Flash. weren't one of those guys that was like, Monte Ellis is way better than Steph Curry will ever be. No, blah, blah, blah. no, no, no. I was like, they did the right thing in trading for Bogut. But it just seemed like every year it's like, that's weird. This year, everybody's injured except for the Warriors. <laughs> Warriors got another easy round of the playoffs. No, or easy Oh, this is not an easy road to the finals. I have not said that yet, Calvin. I'm just saying. It seemed like... In the past, everyone was like, easy road to the playoffs. Like, oh, everybody's injured except for the Warriors. And then one year, the Warriors got injured in the finals, and they lost to the Raptors because two of their four superstars were out. They still had two superstars on the court. hard to win. Wasn't enough to do it. They had two superstars and a finals MVP on the court. Couldn't do it. Anyways, I just like, I, I was really happy to see them win last year. I got was. I was like, wow, this is great. You know, I saw, like, what Clay went through. I saw Curry. And, dude, everyone that's like, oh, Steph Curry is the only superstar in this team and everybody else is a bunch of uh, role players. Well, look what Steph Curry did without Clay Thompson. (laughs) Nothing. They need each other. It's a team sport. That's what people don't understand. That's the thing that frustrates me so much when everyone just tries to talk about, oh, blah, 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 the greatest and championships this and that. And I'm like, it's a team sport. It takes a team to win a championship. The Golden State Warriors are a good basketball team. They have a lot of really good basketball players. Um, but it, it's it, this last title, man, it, it seems like their mindset changed since they got that fourth ring. Like, Yeah, absolutely. And it's just, it, it's been all downhill for me since then. Like, it seems like their head got too big. Yes, the Clay Thompson Grizzlies drama earlier in the season. I was kind of like, I'm not really big on the Grizzlies. Like, I, I did like John Morant. I like Jaron Jackson a lot. I like Steven Adams. Don't like Dylan Brooks. I mean, dude, I could give you a list of like every team, like players I dislike and, and like if you really want. But, um, like, it, it just, their head's too big, bro. Their, their head is too big. And then the Jordan Poole incident was the craziest thing for me where like draymond green literally assaults like you do that anywhere else in the world you're going to jail like you're in jail you like knock somebody out and they're just like oh no problem draymond's like i'm gonna take a couple days off practice the warriors don't do anything they're like oh we're gonna let draymond we're gonna let draymond punish himself you imagine if the Sixers did that with Allen Iverson? Allen Iverson's <laughs> like, no worries. You want me to take a week off practice? No worries. I'm fine. I'll handle it. I don't think they're ever going to win a championship ever again because of that situation. And now I, I did see Draymond dap up uh, Jordan Poole uh, in this game tonight. And well, he's know, done that in many know, games. You know what they say, winning cures everything. So maybe it that's does cure a lot helping. of things. Um, that's Carolina. I just, things. dude, I don't like the Warriors anymore. I'm not a Warriors fan. I mean, that—that's what happens when you win. You know, like, I have. I, you know, I have a picture of Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. I do know that on my wall. Yes, it's an autographed picture. Yeah. next to an autograph Steph Curry and Clay Thompson basketball. You know where that picture is right now, Calvin? In the trash. I wish it's behind the couch in the corner facing the wall. <laughs> I put it there three days ago. 
Because I was walking around my house one day. It was when they tied the series 2-2. Yeah. I was walking around my house, and I was looking at this poster, and I'm like, like, who the fuck are these guys, are and why are they in my house? Yeah. So they're out of there. Maybe they'll go up in a couple weeks. I don't know. Depends on how long I'm angry at them. But, um, I mean, I get it, bro. I didn't like Kobe. When he retired, yeah, I respected everyone him hated for his, the Well, for everyone his game. hates the Lakers always. I respected but. him for his game. But when he retired, I appreciated him a little bit yeah. more. You know, and, like, I get everyone hates the team that's always winning. But you know why we hate the team that always wins? It's because their fans are annoying as fuck, Calvin. It's because of the dark night. Yeah. You either die a hero yeah. or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. I wish the Warriors would have died a hero. That's all I'm saying. And maybe that's why Kawhi left the Raptors because he didn't want to die the hero. He wanted to leave the villain. And then now he doesn't even He's play. the villain now because yeah. he never plays. Yeah, he never plays. Never plays, which is crazy. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like Jose says, I hate Warriors fans more than the Warriors team. And and that's the thing is it's like I very, very dislike Draymond Green. I'll even say the H word. I hate Draymond Green. And I don't say that for a lot. I don't really hate anybody. But, but Warriors fans, it's like the craziest thing about it, Calvin, is like you talk to them. To them, they feel like they are the reason the Warriors are good. You know? It's not the first time. And it's like... Ask any Seattle Seahawks fan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're like, we did this, we that. I'm like, wait a second. Can I see your jersey? Or like, how is it in the locker room? And they're like, I've never been in the locker room. I'm like, what do you mean? I thought you said we. Uh-huh. So, like, do you have any advice, any tips? I mean... Calvin, maybe you're not a good person to ask for this. Just like me, both of our teams have sucked forever, right? Like, we get one title and we're just, like, ecstatic. Yeah, but of course. Do you have any words of advice for, like, um, teams, fans that, like, all of a sudden they're good and then they're, like, riding it? Like, how can they, like, not just, like, let their heads just, like, <laughs> get huge? No, I don't have any advice for those people. For people like that, I mean, look, you. I, I think no matter how much you you are a fan of your team or whatever, like I, I'm as big a fan as anybody else. But I, I always have felt like I can look at stuff pretty objectively when it comes to sports and when it comes to specific games. So it, that's not an easy thing to do for the the general fan. And, and when your team wins, yeah, a lot or most of the time or whatever, then, you know, you just feed into everything that everyone else says. Steph Curry's the greatest basketball player of all time. Draymond Green's the greatest defender of all time. Dude, remember all the of beginning the, of the all year, of this of these girl things. was telling yeah. me Draymond was a better basketball player than LeBron James? Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. So uh, there, there is no advice that you can give to people like that. You're asking for the general population to all of a sudden become more self-aware o- overnight. That, that ain't never going to happen. Here's my thing. There's a very, very famous phrase, and I'm sure you've all heard it before. It's uh, act like you've been there before, right? Not a very easy thing for most people to do. It's not, but it's like you think like, oh, you won four championships. And we're You've talking about people there. that sit and drink beer on the couch while the game's being played, yeah. not people that actually and play. Yell, yell at the screen. Yeah. Yeah. But but what I'm saying is like, you've been there before. You won four championships. If you're a real fan, you probably, 
Dude, most Warriors fans probably came in at like championship number three, right? Where they're like, oh, we won the back-to-back champ. Or like, not back-to-back, but like we're two-time champs. We're going to win another one, you know? And so in their life, they in their fandom life, they've won two championships. They don't feel like they've really been there before. But <laughs> most Warriors fans, what they should be doing is they should be like, we're, yeah, and I do have game five PTSD progressive G. That rhymes. I'm a poet, <laughs> and I didn't even know it. Uh, anyways, Warriors fans, like, you just got to, like, just shut up, bro. That That's what it is. Just shut up. You're going to have to beat them. Enjoy That's yourself. how you shut them up. Enjoy, enjoy everything you've accomplished. Just shut the fuck up and just You're gonna like, have to beat them. Why do you have to talk if you already won? That's that's what I'm saying. That, that's what a fan gets to do. That's yeah. 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 So you're just gonna let them be assholes. Then what do we do, Calvin? <laughs> what do we do? We just uh, our team sucks, our team loses, so then we no, just No, our like, team let them our s- team doesn't suck. Well, I know, but like if if this team always wins and we always lose, we just like let them talk. Is that that how it goes? I mean, you're <laughs> you're you're asking me to to give you some ultimatum on something that you can't really give an ultimatum for. I got like, a lot of pissed off people here in the chat, Calvin. Well, of course, we're all pissed off, and we're you know Warriors fans suck. That's the case. But look, you got to beat them. Then you can tell them they really suck to their face, and they aren't going to say anything back because what are you going to say? Calvin, at that we point? can't beat them. What do you mean we can't beat? That's part of the problem. They still got a chance. I'm the problem. They still got a chance to okay, win. Okay. The series isn't over. Good night, Gotham. Uh, yeah, that's a good point, Calvin. It's not over. It's not over. It's not over. You got to win four games. And they've won how many? They've won three. And uh, I think there was a certain time in history they were up, what, 3-1 or something? What happened then? They were up 3-1 in the NBA Finals, and they fucking lost because Draymond lost. Green went psycho. Maybe he'll go psycho in game six and kick somebody else, and he'll kick Tony Brothers in the nuts. No way, dude. That's his boy. <laughs> that is his boy, dude. No way Tony Brothers is still here. And, yes, they got to rebound. They got to take care of the ball. They have to do all of that stuff. I mean, it, but they already they know that. Like, it, that's we're not saying anything new. This is not yeah. breaking news. Oh, the Kings have to rebound. Oh, the Kings have to take care of the ball. They better make some threes. Like, it, you know, yeah. it's it's not like I could call Mike Brown and be like, hey, Mike, you know why you guys lost the game tonight? He knows why. It's Why, Calvin? They, they didn't execute in late-game situations. They gave up too many offensive rebounds. It's the same thing always. And like, Deer and Fox took two and he should have taken four? Took two and he should have taken four? Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah, pain medicine. Oh, <laughs> Progressive G, that is not the answer. They've been shooting threes all season long. They've been one of the better teams in the league at it. If you all of a sudden stop shooting threes, you are not going to win this game or win the series. That is, yeah. You have to take open shots when they're good shots within the offense. This is one of my... you got to make them. you got to make shots. This is one of my shots. favorite <laughs> comments here ever on the channel. Calvin just lives his life by the day full of childlike joy and wonder. Oh, Matthew, you don't know me very well. No, that's and, spot and progressive on. Progressive G, that is not true, man. They're not going to get shots at the rim if they don't take open threes and make them. The, the Warriors are literally begging them to take threes right now and walling them off in the paint, which I realize you're going to say that, yes, they've been atrocious, but they're one of the better three-point shooting teams in the league, and every team in the NBA takes three-point shots. 
that that is, they are not going to beat this team if they if they go into game six and say, guys, we are not taking any more threes. That is absolutely the worst possible thing they could do. I'm sorry. Now I'm a little pissed off, Matthew. You should be happy. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, shout out to Asha. Yeah, Kings made the playoffs. They um, have to hit threes to win this game. They have to hit threes to win the series. They're going to have to hit threes to win the championship. And every team in the NBA is going to be that in that same boat. It sucks that they've been in a slump, but... Take less. It, it says take less. How many did they attempt today? I don't think they need to take less. They just need to make them. 30, 34 threes is middle of the, middle of the league for three-point shots attempted per game in the NBA. It's, yeah. uh, that would be like 13th or 14th in the NBA. Jordan Poole went one I know, six. bro, but that's why... Look... They're not hitting shots, but that doesn't mean that you don't take open threes. Yeah. That, that's the worst possible thing that they could do is not take an open three because they're saying, oh, well, Kevin, you haven't hit shit in this series, so if, you, if you're wide open from three, don't take it. Just pass the ball. No, Calvin, I mean, <clears throat> dude, we've seen moments in this series where the Kings have passed up open threes and tried to get to the paint and they just got denied or they turned the ball over and they fall right into what the Warriors want them to do. You need to take the open shots when they're there. you got to trust your shooters. I mean, these are guys that have done their thing all season long. Absolutely. You can't just change the game plan. And the worst thing you can do is not take threes because then everyone's just going to be stuck in the fucking middle, dude, and they're all just going to be bouncing into each other. And, and Progressive G, I really don't think they've taken a ton of bad threes. I mean, every team takes... Settles for bad shots throughout the course of a game. Yeah. When you look at this series as a whole, I don't think the Kings have taken that many bad shots. Progressive G, I got some homework for you. <clears throat> Rewatch any game that Steph Curry plays and, and tell me how many bad that's, threes he takes. Oh, that's not a fair comparison. <laughs> they do need to attack the rim and get to the line, and they've done that in every game. They haven't always gotten the foul calls, though. Like... Uh, yes, you would love for them to get to the rim more, but the middle of these, exactly, that's Steph. Matthew like, says the NBA needs to give us a bigger rim. I totally agree. That would be great. That'd be Just great. in Sacramento. No, that would be then, great. See, the problem is, is then we switch. At half, we, we switch. So then that would be a bigger rim for them. Or do they switch the rim when they switch? Yeah, they, sh- they switch the rim. Yeah, that would be really, really nice. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Matthew, Steph was terrible from three in this game um, and for much of the series. But you talk to any Warriors fan, uh, and he's better than Michael Jordan. Um, so, yeah, there that is. Anyways, Calvin, I think we're we're coming here to the end of the show. want to appreciate everybody for watching. Thank you all so much. Like I said, I'm not going to be in the studio on Friday, but Calvin will they be here. They do attack, bro. You I will can, be live. you got to watch, I'll man. I'll be live they definitely on Twitter attack. spaces. Uh, we'll be here having a great time. But, Calvin... Um, I guess give me a little preview of Friday's game. Friday's game is going to be the same as every game has been in this series. It's going to be it's going to be up and down, frenetic pace. Every possession is going to be extremely important. You got to take care of the ball. You have to box out. All of these things are true. I mean, it would be yeah. great to get to the free throw line more. The Kings attempted seven more free throws in this game, by the way, than the Warriors did. Seven more. And the Warriors missed seven of their own free throws in this game. So, 
yes, they have to value the ball. They have to value possessions. It would be great to hit some outside shots. Be really nice for Kevin Herter to get going. Um, I think Keegan Murray's got to stay aggressive like he has these past two games. Yep. The the Fox injury is going to be a really interesting thing to watch. Um, and, and then Sabonis inside, you know, I thought he was better today um, at trying to uh, attack and be more deliberate early on when he gets the ball and, and not wait for the Warriors' defense, you know, to see what's going to happen out there because that is exactly what the Warriors want him to exactly. do exactly uh but i, I think it's going to come down to to the fourth quarter again and it's going to be a question of you know can you come up with big stops can you get the rebound and can you execute on offense and and take care of the ball like this the margin of difference between these two teams is really not that much which is not bad considering the Golden State Warriors are reigning champs. But, hey, for me, Davion needs to play a little bit better. You could tell he was frustrated tonight. I know he wanted to score more than 10 points. He wanted to be that replacement for Fox. Maybe he will play a little bit better on Friday night. But for me, the story is, is going to be done in turnovers for me. Whoever turns the ball over less I think is going to win the game on Friday. I think that's the most important thing uh, for the Kings to really, really worry on is just, dude, cut out those stupid turnovers. There's a lot of really, really bad turnovers in the game, just miscommunications, stuff like that. So hopefully, hopefully they can figure that out and the Kings can win on Friday. But anyways, thank you all so much for watching tonight. Please don't forget to smash up that like button. Hit that subscribe button. We'll see you all on Friday. In the meantime, go Kings. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.